Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Whoever does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that anyone who is a murderer does not have eternal life remaining in him. The way we came to know love was that he laid down his life for us. So we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If someone who has worldly means sees a brother in need and refuses him compassion, how can the love of God remain in him? Children, let us love not in word or speech, but in deed and truth. The word of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear and be glad. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy, and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard, and from all his distress he saved him. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Blessed the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy ones, for naught is lacking to those who fear him. The great grow poor and hungry, but those who seek the Lord want for no good thing. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as also your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. The Charity of Elizabeth of Hungary. That is the title of an 1895 painting by English artist Edmund Blair Layton, who died in 1922. Layton's corpus of work is filled with romantic images of medieval royalty, including knights and ladies-in-waiting. Perusing through a a Leighton gallery makes one think of the famous books, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. 
written in 1937 and 1954 by the great English author J.R.R. Tolkien. It would not be a stretch to surmise that Tolkien's writing was influenced by Leighton's paintings. Leighton's The Charity of Elizabeth of Hungary features a young, delicate, and serene St. Elizabeth distributing bread to the poor. She's wearing a beautiful gown and a white veil, and there's also a faint halo behind her head. It is a romanticized depiction, but the content is still true, for Elizabeth of Hungary really was young, delicate, serene, and full of charity. Born in 1207 in Hungary, Elizabeth was the daughter of the king. At 14, she married Ludwig IV of Thuringia, Germany. Ludwig traveled as a soldier and diplomat, and Elizabeth, with his approval, took care of affairs and distributed alms throughout her husband's territory. Her spiritual director wrote, Elizabeth was a lifelong friend of the poor and gave herself entirely to relieving the hungry. Twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, Elizabeth went to visit the sick. She personally cared for those who were particularly repulsive. To some she gave food, to others clothing. Some she carried on her own shoulders and performed many other kindly services. Her husband, of happy memory, gladly approved of these charitable works. Finally, when her husband died, she sought the highest perfection. Filled with tears, she implored me to let her beg for alms from door to door. On Good Friday of that year, when the altars had been stripped, she laid her hands on the altar in a chapel in her own town, where she had established the friar's minor, and before witnesses she voluntarily renounced all worldly display and everything that our Savior in the gospel advises us to abandon. Even then she saw that she could still be distracted by the cares and worldly glory which had surrounded her while her husband was alive. Against my will, she followed me to Marburg. Here in the town, she built a hospice where she gathered together the weak and the feeble. There she attended the most wretched and contemptible at her own table. Apart from those active good works, I declare before God that I have seldom seen a more contemplative woman. St. Elizabeth of Hungary died on November 17, 1231, at the age of 24. The above account from her spiritual director, as well as other contemporary accounts, joined with her reputation for sanctity amongst people of all classes, led Pope Gregory IX to canonize Elizabeth in 1235, only four years after her death.